0: From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
1: I don't know if we should be doing this. He doesn't seem like a bad guy.
2: You don't know him like I do. You help me and I'll help you. Remember our deal?
1: Yes. I remember Olivia.
2: We're best friends, right? Right. Best friends never let each other down. Just like me, everyone in your life has let you down. Right? Right. Per our deal, you help me and I'll help you. I can make you into the greatest artist
1: alive. (laughs) Okay, I heard you.
3: Andrea, open this door.
1: No, I will not.
3: You will unlock this door. Come downstairs and clean up the dishes you broke.
1: No, I will not. I'm sick of you bossing me around. I'm out of school. Stop treating me like a child.
3: If you want to be treated as an adult, then act like one. You need to get your life together,
1: Andrea. I hate my mother. She's impossible to be around. Whenever I've just wanted a hamburger, I have to get it without a bun. She tells me to watch my weight wash my hair, and maybe use a little makeup to attract the right boy. Maybe my life will be easier for me if I find the right man to take care of me. I doubt if I brought a boy home, Mother would approve. Just once, I want her to let me make my own decisions. I'm only 18! God, get off my back!
3: So many people so young have done great things. Orson Welles was only 23 when he- He's also dead. Look at your grandfather. He was only 17 when he had his first job on the oil rigs. He ended up owning that oil field.
1: I know all about grandfather. I also know he was a miserable bastard who made everyone around him miserable. My mother always claimed she came from a good stock of people. I researched her side of the family and found out three out of the five men in her family died from STD-related illnesses, including my grandfather. I never told her what I found out. I think it's best to let mother relive those golden years that never happened. Who is it?
0: It's your father, Drea. Please let me in. I just want to talk.
1: Then close the door. I don't want that bitch to hear us.
0: Drea, that's unnecessary.
1: Tell that to her.
0: So is breaking all your grandmother's dishes she collected while in Burma.
1: I was happy about what Mr. Newman said. He said I had the best chance of everyone to win the art contest. That's a hundred dollars!
0: Honey, that's fine. But it's not real life. Real life is getting a steady check and making enough money to pay your-
1: I'm so sick of hearing about everyone else's achievements.
0: Then go out there and get your own, instead of sitting in your room all day watching TV.
1: I don't sit in my room all day watching TV. I'm working on my art.
0: (sighs) Collecting junk and strategically placing them on water paintings, it's not art.
1: Why do you two have to always put me down?
0: We're not- Drea, we are pushing you to strive for something better
1: want to go to Duke, like Mother did.
0: Okay. That's fine. You've got three other universities to pick from.
1: I want to go to Rollins.
0: Drea, your mother does not want you to go to an art school. It's beneath you. And your family name. You can study art at one of the other...
1: Countries. I don't care about my family name! Everyone from her side were either crazy or perverts! Shh,
0: Drea, no, don't go there! You know how that upsets your mother.
1: I don't care!
0: You should. Everything lately has been such a strain on her. Now that we know the trinket shop is not doing so well... she spent years working hard to make that shop successful. It's quite the shock to find out it's not making any money. She only wants what's best for her only child.
1: It's not what I want, Father. I don't want what you two want. Besides, you didn't go to a university.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't go to a university or a college. And I paid for it in the long run. I had to work a lot harder. And got passed up on a lot of promotions.
1: You've done okay. Vice President of Transportation? I just want to choose for myself. As long as I can remember, my father has never looked happy. He gives you that sick businessman smile. That beaten down, hollow look. He's just a shell. And Mother never lets him make any decisions by himself. He always answers in a drone voice. Yes,
0: dear. My suggestion is to choose. Just get on with it. So you can be your own person. Don't wait around for someone to force you to make your own decisions. You'll regret it.
1: I went out to the train tracks. For some reason, I always feel better when I walk on the tracks. That's where I find most of the good things I add by painting. This is where I found Olivia. Hey, what's that? I saw this porcelain doll, sparkling in the sun out of the debris, dirt, and gravel. I cleared all the junk from the doll. I was shocked to find it somewhat pristine and intact. The doll was wearing a white dress with lace on the sleeves. Her hair was in a bun and her full cheeks painted like rouge. Her eyes were a pale blue. felt like they were looking right into your soul. At first glance, All I was interested in was the doll arm. I started to just leave it. But something pushed me toward her. I remembered that Mr. Newman had an affinity for dolls. I couldn't believe my luck. But this was a strange incident. Imagine how I felt when she spoke.
2: I knew you would come for me.
1: (gasps) You're, You're talking! When she did speak, Her eyes lit up red, glowed like a distant sun. Of course I
2: spoke. What good would I be if I didn't speak to the one who saved me?
1: What did I save you from? Oblivion. I had this strange feeling holding her. I didn't feel angry inside. I felt... calm. Take me home with you, Drea. How did you know my name?
2: I know a lot about you, Drea. I especially know that you want to be a great artist one day. I can do that, you know.
1: Do what?
2: Make you into a great artist. If
1: you help me. I... I don't understand.
2: It's not that hard to understand. You help me,
1: and I'll help you. (laughs) I don't see how I can help anyone if I can't help myself. She told me her name was Olivia, and she had been a girl like me. 18 years old, when she died of alcohol poisoning, drinking with one of her boyfriends. She told me she was a very unhappy girl who had lived an unhappy life, a mother that died when she was 13. She entered into a tumultuous relationship with her stepfather. It was just a string of abusive men, one after another. But he was the first, and Greg was the last. When you died, was there a dark tunnel and a light ahead of you? No. Just
2: darkness. Until I opened my eyes and a little girl was holding me. I realized I was a doll. And I was angry I wasn't alive anymore. I also realized I can make people do whatever I want to. We were on a train and she was having supper with her father. (laughs) I told her to pour hot coffee in his lap. (laughs) She did, and laughed when he screamed. Uh, Though in retaliation, he threw me out of the train window. That's where I remained for the longest time, until you found me.
1: I love you, Tria. (laughs) I love you too, Olivia.
4: Oh. Hello, Drea.
1: Hi, Mr. Newman.
4: Is that the piece you're entering?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. I... I know you like dolls.
4: How inventive. A water painting of a doll's room with an authentic Annie Morris doll from a 1901 collection. Where did you get it?
1: I found it. By the railroad tracks.
4: You're joshing me. Why, this doll should be here in the museum.
1: Well, it can be if I win this art contest of yours.
4: Oh. You missed the deadline, Drea, dear. You were supposed to bring it to me yesterday. I needed 24 hours to pick the top three. I'm sorry. Oh. But hey, let me know if you want to sell that doll. She's marvelous. Doris, can you hang Lorraine Johnson's painting between Eric sculpture and Freddie Dean's sculpture? I think it will look better.
1: I've worked so hard on this. Don't worry, Drea. It's not the end. Well, for me it is.
2: (laughs) No. I meant he doesn't have the last word. I do.
4: this is exciting. Now we come to the conclusion of the art show. The contest judges have made up their minds. Me. (laughs) Seriously, this contest for high school art students means a lot. Those top three winners will get one year free tuition to the Henry Rollins Art School. Second runner-up is Kelly Winton, beautiful collage featuring butterflies. First runner-up is... Kevin Doltres, with his mesmerizing and frankly disturbing computer-generated woman giving birth to Earth. Nevertheless, a fantastic piece. Now we come to first place, $100 for the piece of art and one year of free tuition to the esteemed Henry Rollins Art School. The winner is... decided to give a precious artist a second chance. She missed the deadline for her project, yet I feel so compelled and humbled at the presence of her piece, so moved by it, I have to give first place to Andrea Walker. (coughs) Such an inspired bit of art.
1: Amazing! How did you do that?
2: I told you I could make anyone do whatever I want. Now it's your turn to help me. How? I don't like being in this doll's body.
1: I want a human body. How can I help you get a human body? I'm not exactly filled with supernatural powers.
2: Don't worry. I know a man who is. He can get me anything I want. As a matter of fact, he gets whatever he wants by turning souls in. I give him three souls, and he gives me a human body.
1: I don't know, Olivia. Is it really necessary we kill people?
0: It's absolutely necessary, That's how the soul is
2: Don't you want to help me the way I helped you? You got what you wanted. We are friends, aren't we?
1: <sighs> of course we are.
2: You need to understand that... ones who need to die, give up their souls to us. I just want a chance to have a better life than I did the first time I was alive. That's all. Shouldn't I have that second chance?
1: Of course you should, Olivia. Then you'll help me? Yes, Olivia. I will definitely help you. Get injury. I saw a cloud of smoke escape the open window on the car. She started smoking again because of the supposed stress she had because the shop might be closing down. I don't think she ever really stopped smoking. Sometimes when I got home from school, I would smell cigarette smoke and she would be in the kitchen cleaning, looking guilty. Mother, I won. I won the art contest. I can go to Roland's now.
3: Great. Wonderful. I'm very happy for you. Now get in the car. I have to get to work. Let's go. Rice. Oh, God. You brought that creepiest doll with you.
1: Olivia's not creepy.
3: Named the damn thing? The f. Dree, you are way too old to have dolls naming them that's that's kid stuff
1: the car came to a full stop at a red light there was a vacancy in my mother's eyes <laughs> suddenly mother took her lit cigarette and began to burn her left arm I knocked the cigarette out of her hand and it fell to the floor. I stamped it out. She came out of her trance, wondering what had happened. She didn't ask, but I could see it in her eyes.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Fuck! What? <laughs> oh How did that happen? Oh my god! Oh my god!
2: Oh god!
1: How could you do that to my mother? <laughs> I
2: was just having fun. That's all.
1: A few days later, Olivia decided it was time for me to give back. I had to start helping her on the path to finding a human body. I wasn't all the way into killing people I didn't know. However, the more she spoke about them, the way they treated her, the more I hated them too. The first on the list was a girl who made Olivia's life hell in school. Linda Coral, who had been the most popular girl in school. She'd been a cheerleader, straight-A student, and the worst bully in Olivia's class. I found her name in the phone book. Turned out, she lived in Bernadine, 40 miles from the city. After I called Linda, pretending to be Olivia, I bought a bus ticket. We went out to Bernadine, found the address. It wasn't far from the train depot. Linda was living in a trailer park on the not so great part of town. Her trailer was run down, grass needed cutting. The area looked as if it had been in a storm, debris everywhere. The criminal element hung out together in packs and moved down the street shouting things at moving vehicles, hid whenever a cop car appeared. I wouldn't say Linda was doing so great with her life.
3: Yes. Oh. Look. If you're Jehovah's Witness or Mormon, I'm not interested
1: in the scriptures or your take on the world. I'm not either. Oh? Then why are you here? I've brought Olivia to see you. She's here? I don't see her. I was very excited to see Olivia. In school, we always had a good time. Always laughing. Well, where is she? Right here. You're holding up a doll. Wait. That was you on the phone,
4: not Olivia.
2: Some good times in school, huh? (laughs) Like that time you taped the maxi pad to my back and I walked around all day not knowing it was there. Not knowing why everyone was laughing at me.
1: (sighs) I must be going crazy. The doll is talking to me. Olivia moved a chair to pin Linda against the wall.
3: What is... what is going on? I don't understand any of this. Please. You... you have to help me.
1: I didn't know what to do. I felt my heart beat faster. I was torn. I was loving watching Olivia's bully getting her comeuppance. Still, this woman had done nothing to me. I couldn't help but tear up. Please... You have to
2: stop this. Please, don't kill me. Stop that, Drea. Don't you dare shed a tear for her. Not for my torturers do you ever dare to share a single tear for. Do you understand me?
1: Yes. Yes, Olivia. I understand.
2: Good. I knew we were friends. Now for you! Uh, no, no! No! Please! I, I have kids! They need me! Please! Please! Please don't kill me! <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that you've pissed yourself, Linda. Do you remember that time at the football game? You and your friends pissed in a bottle and helped me down and made me drink it
1: uh, I didn't do that I swear I didn't Olivia saw an extension cord still plugged into the outlet the wires on it were frayed hanging out of the coil wildly she made it slither across the floor toward Linda
2: Forgets the good times, the bad times, either, especially if it's in high school. <laughs>
1: After Linda drew her final breath, I saw her soul rise up out of her body, float toward Olivia, and enter her mouth. I saw Olivia's eyes turn blood red, then back to its enormous sea of darkness. I stood there shaking, barely able to comprehend what had just happened. It had to be done. Please let me be. I'm, I need time to think. There's nothing to think about. Drea,
2: my dear friend, who always understood me best. You know I need to do these horrible things to get out of this terrible doll's body. Or maybe I was wrong. Maybe you just used me to get the tuition money, to win that art contest. Maybe Maybe you never really cared about me.
1: Olivia, that is not true! I care very much for you. We have so much in common. No one understands me better than you. No one cares. For either of us. We only care for each other. Then you will help me again? <laughs> of course I will, Olivia. I'll help you get a human body. I love you, Tria. I love you too, Olivia. Olivia. I thought it would be a nice gesture to take father out to lunch, using part of the money I won from the art contest. I stuck out of the house, leaving Olivia at home. I didn't tell mother where I was going either. She wouldn't have understood. She would have gotten jealous, like she always was of me and father. She never liked it that we were close, and father would not have understood if I had brought Olivia along. People at the restaurant seeing an 18-year-old woman with a doll. They would have looked at us funny. Mother was home, lying in bed smoking cigarettes. She hadn't been to the trinket shop in a week. That's all she did anymore. Lie in bed, smoke cigarettes, and watch TV. I think she had given up on not just the trinket shop, but life as well.
3: there?
2: is, how much blood can you lose with these needles?
1: Hello, can I help you? I'm here to see Jackson Ward. Oh my. (laughs) I haven't heard that name in years. He's my father? Is that so? Oh, yes, I remember you. You were so little back then. I'm pretty sure Jackson Ward still works here. I'm afraid Mr. Ward hasn't worked here in eight years. (laughs) This is a prank he's pulling. Yes, he does work here. He's vice president of transportation. I know so because last year when his car was in the shop, my mother and I dropped him off at this office building. I'm sorry, honey. He doesn't work here anymore.
3: I would know. I'm the main secretary for the transportation executives, and he is no longer the vice president. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, Olivia, let's do this. Why is mother crying?
2: She's having a bad day.
1: (laughs) Aren't we all? So where does your stepfather live? We need to visit him.
2: Why, Tria, I've never seen you so into this. Did something terrible happen?
1: Let's just say you are right about all fathers. They are liars. We had to take another bus, this time to Briarstown. That's three hours from the city. That was okay. During the trip, Olivia and I were able to chat more about Sammy Burkhead. Her stepfather. He was a piece of shit. Olivia's real father never married her mother, but he helped take care of her for six years of her life. After he died in a car wreck, his best friend moved in. Sammy Burkhead. He married Olivia's mother, the worst seven years of their lives. He cheated on her mother, even as she laid in bed, dying of cancer. It seemed he always had a thing for girls much younger than himself. Olivia was just 13 when her mother passed on. That was when she became an unwilling participant in Sammy's love. Olivia cooked up a plan. She knew the old perv all too well. I entered a sleazy bar in the middle of town, where the rats were bigger than the stray dogs. There he was, at the end of the counter. Five empty malt liquor bottles sat in front of him. I sat on the stool next to him. He looked me up and down. I fixed my hair with barrettes on each side, wore a little makeup, some red lipstick. I put on a powder blue dress I once wore to senior picture day. I held Olivia close to me, stroking her little dress, kept my nervous hands from fidgeting.
4: Can I get you something?
1: I didn't know what to order. I didn't want anything that would make me inebriated.
4: A Coke? Okay. One Coke coming up.
1: I thought I'd made the wrong choice. Turned out it added to the charm of my character. Sammy was very interested.
4: Hey, hey, little girl. Are you old enough to be a, in a gin joint?
1: What's a gin joint?
4: <laughs> a bar, young lady. That's a very pretty doll you have there.
1: Thank you. My aunt gave it to me.
4: Hmm, hmm, hmm aunties are nice to have. Say, uh, is she around? Nope. Uh, an uncle or, um, uh, a dad or a stronger, older brother?
1: Nope. No older, stronger brother and nope. No dad here. Came here on my own.
4: That's fantastic. Uh, you live around here?
1: Nope, I'm from out of town. I usually stay in Calgary, but Daddy and Mom decided to take a trip. They're in the hotel room. I went out while they were sleeping.
4: That's mighty adventurous of you. Aren't they afraid someone will steal you from them?
1: Nope, I do it all the time. I have a problem.
4: Oh? What kind of problem?
1: I like boys too much. Uh,
4: uh, I can't see that as a problem.
1: My mama says it is. You see... I like them young, old, pretty, or ugly. Doesn't matter to me.
4: Oh, again, I don't see that as a problem. I mean, uh, it's only natural that a pretty uh, girl, just as yourself, should want to experiment, play the field, so to speak, see what you like in a man.
1: Well, that's what I told Mama. <sighs> she thinks I'm nuts. I have a little confession.
4: Oh? Do tell.
1: I like all kinds of boys. But what I crave... is the touch of an older man.
4: Is that right? Honey, I'm beginning to like you even more by the minute.
1: We rode with Sammy in his old beat-up pickup all the way to his fallen down house way out in the woods on the other side of town his liver spotted hands reaching down under my dress from time to time god he smelled awful like a musty old house mixed with crap and stale beer when we got inside i had to endure several horrible kisses i nearly puked in my mouth He made a big mistake, though. He took Olivia from me.
4: Girl, we don't need her to watch. Let's get you out out of that dress. Same
2: old Sammy.
4: Huh? Did you say something?
2: She didn't say anything, Sammy.
4: That, 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 that doll... That doll just talked.
2: You don't recognize my voice? I'm hurt, Sammy. Here, let me help you remember. Oh, Daddy, please don't hurt
4: me. (sighs) Olivia? No, no. Uh, I, uh, no, I, I I heard, I heard you were dead.
2: (laughs) Alive, dead. Still.
1: Still. Olivia created a powerful wind that sent Sammy into the wall. A box of knives fell at like his feet. Oh, I see you're still a knife
4: collector, Sammy. This, this can't, this can't be happening. <laughs> Please, please, I swear I'll never do this again.
0: <laughs>
2: we know how well you keep your promises. I have a promise too, you know. Andrea here is going to paint these walls. With your blood, with your blood, with your blood, your blood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if we should be doing this, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. You don't know him like I do.
2: You help me and I'll help you. Remember our deal?
1: I remember Lydia, but I don't care about the art right now. We found the third victim. Bobby Kane, Olivia's last boyfriend. He actually lived in the city. I had mixed emotions about this one. Looked like Bobby had changed a lot in the years since Olivia's death. I looked at his website. He had an organization that helped runaways and homeless teenagers. I pretended to be a runaway, had nowhere to go. I waited for him to come out of his day job, shift manager at a warehouse. Olivia and I were having it out while he was in a 7-Eleven buying breakfast.
2: We're best friends, right? Right. Just like me, everyone in your life has let you down, right? Right. Per our deal, you help me and I'll help you. I can make you into the greatest artist alive. He caused my death, poured alcohol down my throat when I told him I didn't want any more. Besides, you promised to help me get a new body. I need you, Drea.
1: You need me. Still, Olivia, we can find someone else.
2: A new body i have to carry out vengeance on those who caused my suffering
1: we could go to the park and have some breakfast burritos and coffee. I've been craving it all night at work. So you found my website and decided to run away from home? I think you should have thought this over. Actually I ran away first. I found a library and searched for shelters. Took me to your website.
3: Andrea, I'm going to be frank about this. You should
1: go back home. Wait, where did you... That doll? What about it? I used to know someone who had a doll just like that. (laughs) Strange. Looks exactly like the one she had with her the night she died. I'm glad you remember me. Olivia, please. Let's not do this. That d- d- doll just talked. Do
2: you remember the night I died, Bobby?
1: Olivia, I-, I must be dreaming.
2: It's not a dream, but this will be your nightmare. Nightmare.
1: Nightmare. 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 Olivia, don't do this.
0: It has to be done. To be done. Let me tell you the Ah! Real- <laughs> <laughs>
1: We have to go through here?
2: This is where the man lives.
1: In the sewers?
2: He's the one I have to deliver the souls to.
1: I still don't feel right about Bobby.
2: Enough talking about Andrea. What's done is done. Now I get my human body. <laughs>
1: Face eaten with cancerous sores. He was grinning, bottom fangs protruding above his bottom lip. Two nubs began to grow on his forehead. He held an oversized blade in his right hand and a jar in the other. You have the
0: souls.
4: Well, that's wonderful that your shop is back in business.
3: I'm so excited.
4: You are a wonderful man to keep your wife's dream alive. Once I figured out how to do it, it was easy. Thank you, Drea, for the doll. I love her so much.
2: I'm glad you like it. I I think think I've outgrown her. I'm glad she's getting a good home.
4: Boy, am I glad to be inside where it's warm. Hey, Grandma, what's for lunch?
3: We're having nice piping hot bowls of Canned well's Cheese Atomic Soup. It's sure to warm you up, both inside and outside.
4: Canwell's Cheese Atomic Soup? I never read that before. What's in it? You know how you like
3: tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich on the side?
4: Yeah, that's my favorite.
3: I know. Well, Canned well's Cheese Atomic Soup is a delicious tomato soup with little chunks of grilled cheese sandwich already in it.
4: Wow, what a terrific time-saving gimmick. I can't wait to try it, Grandma.
3: Just sit down and have some. Here's your bowl right here.
4: Thanks, Grandma. Hmm.
3: Well, what do you think?
4: The little bits of grilled cheese sandwich are kind of soggy and mushy.
2: Yeah, and? Uh, And,
3: and
4: that's just the way I like it, yeah.
3: That's what I thought you were going to say. Well, eat up. I don't want any of this crap.
4: I I want want my my canned wells. Wells. Good Good food food is soup.
3: The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.